Welcome to Continuous Dream. Today, The Gift of Prophecy, The Conclusion, starring Baird Brucher and Aaron Caswell. And so, I tried to reverse Madame Sophie's curse that gave me the gift of prophecy. No longer were the horoscopes I write for the penny saver and the weekly shopper come true. But now my old newspaper boss, whose syndicate owns those papers, wanted to see me. I had a bad feeling about it. Come in, Mark. Sit down. Do you need anything? Water? A scotch? A scotch? Here you go. It's from Highland Park. Illinois? Scotland. Orkney, I think. Why are you giving me expensive scotch? Haven't you heard about all your fan mail? Fan mail? You're a star. Your horoscopes are a smash hit. You're the Dan Brown of horoscopes. We're thinking of collecting them as a book. Maybe a graphic novel. That's very pity. A graphic novel of my horoscopes? Harper Collins made an offer. You'd better get an agent. What brought all this on? It's mainly the publicity from Colbert. Colbert? Stephen Colbert. He read your sonnet, and it changed his life. Oh, what's his sign? Taurus. Oh, God. You wrote, I think it stated, When in disgrace with fortune and the whale. I all alone cast forth as if to see. And if I live to tell the awesome tale, I'll write a song and dance. A one, two, three, four, Moby is the fish that longs to sing, and Ishmael is playing at the harp. If show tunes Friday night is just your thing, then come and play the star with Twyla Tharp. For musicals are books that sing and dance, and always worth a trip to Paris, France. Louise, when I wrote that, I was dizzy with exhaustion. It was past midnight. I had no idea what I was writing. My computer was bursting into flames. It makes no sense. It's complete nonsense. Well, Stephen Colbert read it just as he was flying to Paris for a vacation. Stephen Colbert reads The Penny Saver. Everyone enjoys a bargain. And at a bistro near the Louvre, he ran into Moby, you know, the musician. And Colbert's head was filled with the expressionistic imagery of your horoscope. Plus, he's always had the dream of starring in a big Broadway musical, so they're doing it. They're calling it Moby's Moby Dick. <coughs> oh, could I have another scotch? And so, my horoscopes were the biggest success in my life. And now the curse was lifted. What could I do? Would I still have the magic touch? I decided to test it, the way Jake always said I should. So I gave everyone lucky numbers. The same lucky numbers. And I'd see if thousands of people won the lottery that week. Meanwhile, Moby's Moby Dick starring Stephen Colbert opened. And closed the same night. Because it was a terrible, terrible idea. The New York Times called it a flailing trout hooked to a fisherman's most unlucky fly. Then... Colbert sued us. I don't quite know what the basis of his lawsuit was, but they settled it out of court. I heard it was five million dollars. Louise was almost fired, but she swung a deal to produce a graphic novel about Colbert's time in Paris with Moby, and it was considered very postmodern. As for me, I was taken off the horoscope column and demoted further, to obituaries. I did my best, and it turned out not so bad, because it happens there's an award for the best obituary writing. They're called the Bitchies, and I won for Best Newcomer. I didn't know if I'd see Melissa again, but I ran into her at the gas station. 
She was with a little boy, and he was asking for a toy boomerang that was on display at the counter. Uh, hi, Mark. How are you? I'm good. Who's this little rascal? My brother's kid. I'm watching him all week. I wish I could afford everything he asks for, but money's tight. I understand. What about that interview in Seattle? Uh, didn't get it. And they closed the office here, so I'm laid off. I'm sorry to hear it. I didn't really want to move. My friends are here. Yeah, right. You probably have a lot of friends. Well, just a few. They're special. And when she said that, there was a look in her eye like maybe I was one of those special people. Uh, I still owe you a coffee. Right. How about Saturday? But uh, if you can't afford it right now... I can swing a coffee. Pete was tugging at her sleeve, still wanting the boomerang. Pete, please. Well, how about if I paid for it? No, please. Okay, I understand. I guess I better pay for my gas. Oh, I almost forgot. I picked up a lottery ticket. <laughs> Maybe I won. That would be funny. It was the week I'd put the lucky numbers in the horoscope. It would have been nice to help her out. But I also wanted to be sure the curse was over. It was a difficult moment. Hey, I won $10. Okay, we'll take that boomerang. There you go, Pete. And so, that's the story of my curse. And Melissa and I had coffee, and soon she got a new job. Something that she really liked. Her sister never revealed my secret. Actually, I think she eventually forgot the whole thing. I still write the obituaries, but I'm trying to get a deal on a graphic novel called The Gift of Prophecy. Wish me luck! This has been The Gift of Prophecy, The Conclusion. Written by Amy Kreider, starring Baird Brucher and Aaron Caswell. For more episodes and other comedies and dramas, please visit continuousdream.com. Thanks for listening.